The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Domination when it comes to me on the field, I, that's dominating who's in front of me. Um, so I try to put it in my mind, like, it's disrespectful for you even to lace up your cleats and come out here and play against me. Here come the Irish. What a run! Touchdown! Play of the year for the Irish. Welcome to the ND on NBC Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Robinson. Today we're talking to Rico Flores Jr. Get a uh, game high, well, actually a season-long uh, reception for 60 yards. It's uh, 72 receiving yards on the game. We're going to get into that, talk about his journey, because, I mean, it's it's amazing to hear him talk about the technique. When I was a freshman, I was definitely not that, <laughs> not that smart or mature. But this game, look, Notre Dame beat Pitt 58-7. to It was dominant. Uh, there were some I, – I personally was a little nervous at the end there. Uh, the, I, and I know – my my colleague Douglas Farr is probably really rolling his eyes right now, but I get nervous about little things. I know we we won by 50 points or whatever, but I think penalties in the second half, you're up by 40. So just a little attention to detail, but I love how this team continues to take care of business and move on because we got a huge one coming up this weekend. Uh, but without further ado, let, let me introduce you to Rico. He's a very interesting guy, and he uh, I asked him who he studied, and his answer might surprise you. Without any further ado, here's Rico Flores. Now it's my pleasure to welcome in Rico. Rico, um, first of all, welcome to the pod. You know, I, I wanted to ask you a question about uh, the beginnings of your love for the game because I always find it, you know, I, I'm interested in origin stories. I'm a big superhero kind of guy. So tell me, man, when, when was the first time you fell in love with football? Oh, uh, well, I started playing football when I was about four, turning five. My birthday's at the end of the year, December 30th. And so I'll say right away, uh, I remember one of my cousins, my, one of my older cousins, uh, it was just me and him. He was watching me when I was little, and I still remember this day. I had just a football in my room, and I never really touched it like that. Uh, and then he just said, you want to play catch? And then so we was just throwing the ball, and he was teaching me how like how to hold the ball, hold my fingers on the laces, things like that. And ever since then, like I just fell in love with it. You fell in love with that specific position? Like, I just want to catch footballs or just, you know, like, when did you know, oh. man? I'm like, I'm a receiver. Oh, um, so look, I actually started playing running back. That was my first position. I played running back. And then I played a little bit of quarterback, too. And, you know, Pop Warner, you're not really throwing the ball like that. So a receiver wasn't really my thing until I was about, uh, I'll say, fourth grade. Fourth grade, that's when I started playing receiver. Like, because I, when I was running, when I was quarterback, I went from running back to quarterback to receiver. 
And mm-hmm. so when I turned into a quarterback, like I didn't have receivers to catch the ball until like later, like probably my last year playing quarterback. And so I really was just like Mike Vick out there running with it and bootlegs, 18 bootlegs, 19 bootlegs and things like that. So I was just like, I like like running down the field with the ball and scoring touchdowns. So then I think I just started watching YouTube and stuff like that, watching receivers. And then I was like, okay, I, I, that looks cool. Like seeing them break them at the line or just running past somebody and catching the ball and like you're scoring the touchdowns. So I was like, I want to play receiver. And then I started playing receiver. I started training at it. And then yeah, the rest is history. Who did you watch on YouTube? Uh, When I was young, uh, uh, Jerry Rice, for sure. Jerry Rice, what? Randy Moore. Yeah. You, went straight to, you went straight to the legends? It was, it, wow, okay. Yeah. Wow. What did you, what did you learn from Jerry and what did you learn from Randy? Because, I mean, those two guys, I, I studied a great deal as well. So, Jerry Rice, you know, he's not the fastest, but he's going to kill you with technique. His technique is crazy. His route running and the ability to catch the ball and make space, create space is just insane. So, just that aspect of his. And then Randy Moss is just a – a ball player like he's gonna go and get it he's running past you he's catching it one hand he's a little bit more flashy a little bit like more than uh jerry rice is and he's just a dog so it was just them two and then nowadays i watch like stefan Diggs, uh Devonte adams for sure and jay chase jay jettis here and there but i'll say Devonte adams jay chase and uh stefan it's interesting you say this because, you know, when I watch you, one thing that really jumps out is yards after the catch. And, you know, Jerry Rice was like the greatest at yards after the catch, right? So when what did that do to your game? Like, when did you start um, really focusing on that part of your game? Uh, So really young. Like, if you watch my high school tape, you'll see it in my high school tape as well. It's just like my coaches always preached on don't get tackled like right away. Like you gotta, you could catch the ball for 10, but you could turn it into 30. Or you catch the ball for 10 and go push it for 15. Like just from you being a little bit bigger receiver, you know, it's gonna be harder to tackle you down. And then I also played running back when I was little. So I still got a little bit of that game not going down right away. So. Yeah, it, it's like when I think about it, once again, this is this is like a philosophical question. So if I bore you, just just tell me, shut up. But, you know, when when I think about football, it's like, you know, handoffs basically anywhere in the field. And when I see you play, I'm like, OK, well, same thing with like Jerry Rice. You get the guy a slant. He's like just catching the ball and running that three yards down the field. Right. Or you can get him a go route catching the ball, running 30 yards down the field when you're in the open field. Uh, what's going through your mind? Because Jerry was saying, I feel like my hair's on fire. Everyone's chasing me. Right. Mm-hmm. What, what What are you thinking about? Well, I know I know I'm not the fastest like Tyreek Hill speed. So my thing is I gotta run like somebody chasing me as well. Um, I act like a dog is chasing me, and that's that's what keeps me going. I act like a little pit bull, not even a little a pit bull chasing me, a canine chasing me, and just trying to run, pick my knees up, and try to focus on a little bit of technique too. You know, knees, uh, put arm action, your um your your foot up, elevated the dorsiflex. So I just try to keep that and just run as fast as I can. You know, it's interesting, Rico, because um, a lot of freshmen aren't so fixated on technique. You know, if I'm talking, I'm just, you know, being honest with you, right? A lot of guys more like I'm relying on my my ability, at, you know, early on, and then they learn technique later. Um, who taught you to focus on, you know, the fundamentals and technique so early? That's my very mature. Um, I'll say my trainer uh, and also godfather, Lemuel Adams, over at Game Fit in Sacramento, California. I've been training there since I was about first, second grade. I was very young, and I started training with him. So he got me. I was a quarterback when I was with him, but 
we ended up making that transition to receiver later on. And then ever since then, it was just the details. It's always been the details, though. Like, from the first day, I remember my first training session ever. Like, my mom brought me in, and uh, I had some shorts on, some Jordans on, because it was like a gym. And uh, shoot, he broke me off because it was just the details. So he had me doing a whole bunch of things over and over and over. I only lasted about, like, 20 minutes. And the session's an hour. only lasted 20 minutes. It was It was crazy. Wow, yeah. I mean, when I hear the guys that you watch, obviously, like a Devontae Adams, you're talking about technique off the line, like, you know, he basically changed the release in the modern era. So when you think about um, training, especially in discipline with the receiver position, um, you know, what what comes to mind? What does that word discipline mean to you? You just got to understand what's going on around you, and you can't just focus about you. I feel like now, when you get to a higher levels of the game of playing receivers, you got to know ins and outs of everything going around you. You got to know, like, and even if you know pre-snap, it could change post-snap. So you got to understand that everything's flying, but you got to make sure you could just take your breath and see everything slow. And that's what helps me. You got to see things slow. So once you understand things are going slow and you start seeing it slow, you go, okay, I'm really understanding the ins and outs of this game. You know, one, one person that just talking to you comes to mind. I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselcumab, taken by injection, provided 90% clear skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clear skin at 16 weeks were still clear at 5 years. At one year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Trimphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Trimphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply is Tom Gatewood, a legendary Notre Dame receiver who was phenomenal after the catch. And every single time, you know, one of the things he would do is he would uh, hit people and spin, you know, and continue plays for him. You know, have you ever just gone through the old tapes of the Notre Dame legends? Like, you know, what was your recruiting process like? Did you did you sit there and go watch Joe Montana and Tom and, and Tim Brown and all that stuff? 
Uh, I haven't. Um, I watched Tim Brown a little bit, though. I would say that. But that was in the NFL. I didn't I didn't really watch college football, believe it or not, until about two years ago. I was always, like, watching NFL. I used to watch NFL, and that was the only thing. But now that I got into college, it's, like, all I want. Or actually my senior year. Once I got to my senior year, it was, like, and I want to watch college players, like, play. Because I feel like – I don't know. I feel like college is a little bit um, more – I don't know how to say it. It's more like grimy. So like you gotta understand like a DB's allowed to put their hands on you. Like in the NFL, I mean they can put their hands on them, but it's a little bit a lot of the corners play soft softer technique. So it's like in the like watching the college football, I'm seeing people, okay, this is a handsy, super handsy corner. I wanna see what this receiver's gonna do against them. So I could probably use that against my package too, put that in my bag. So that's when I started like watching college football was uh, really senior I put more effort into watching like like the details the smaller details of receivers in the game yeah it's a, it's a different game completely you know I could talk football with you all day but I want to I want to move on a little bit because in, in this podcast we always like to highlight the human side you know of, of all the players we watch on Saturday so tell me I know you've been declared a major you're a freshman you know like uh, what what exactly do you want to study what are you interested in so I did come in here doing SOS I wanted to be a SOS major um, sociology sociology yeah yeah sociology major but now like getting my feet wet and stuff like that i found out that i want to do uh what's it called ftt and oh. focus on television yeah what fantastic yeah. so what, what was the change because there's always that moment you come in thinking i mean i remember everyone's like i'm gonna be a finance major you take that first finance class you're like no no <laughs> i'm really, going somewhere else <laughs> really to be honest it was like hearing like hearing everybody talk about sociology like i'll ask questions and it's like the real of it is that you can't do a lot with that's just social major like you have to get a phd in it or like to really do something with that major so i'm like i don't want to be a doctor <laughs> i don't want to get the doctorate in in sociology so i was like ftt fits me more and i like being on like broadcast or like having my face on television I feel like I'm a good talker and I could I mean shoot I feel like I got the face for it uh that was was my look at it that's fantastic so give give me give me an idea have you always been a performer you know have you always Um, liked performing on stage doing theater stuff or whatever not really but I was never like close to it so I feel like that was a good thing for me. Like, I'm, I'm, um, I like to do things. I like to step out of my comfort zone here and there, like just to explore the world. Cause I know that life has a lot of aspects to it and it's only going to happen if you let yourself do it, you know? So, um, like I took choir my freshman year and we had performances on, on the stage and stuff like that. So we were singing in front of people. I was a bass, but like we were singing and things like that. So I'm not new to the stage. Mm-hmm. Have, and have you done, uh, do, yeah do, do you do you still sing or do, you know there's a great acapella group on campus you know it's legendary uh, I, I don't really sing like that i'll be singing like ride wave on my own but <laughs> yeah, in the shower yeah, yeah, yeah. or something <laughs> but you know, I, I don't sing sing no more cool cool so yeah so also tell me a little bit more about um the, the campus life what are some of your favorite uh traditions that you've uh, embraced since your time on, on notre dame's campus Mm, I'll say number one would be obviously the walk on Saturdays. I love the walk. I feel like it's 
it's different when you're doing it with the team and you've seen everybody got the trumpets. You walk through that and just, I don't know, that's just number one. And the number two would probably be like going to the grotto and lighting mm-hmm. the candle, um, praying. So those are my top two for sure. You know, there's something that you have said several times in the past couple of days. And, you know, I, I always, like I said, I don't always want to grab back old quotes. I know how that goes. But this one's interesting. You keep saying, you know, the goal here is I'm very goal-oriented. I want to play to my full potential. I want the team to play to its full potential. And, and I've been hearing that kind of language recently, not just from you, from everyone on the team. You know, what does that mean? Like, what is that secret sauce that we keep hearing that's going on in this locker room? What does that mean to, you know, what is the full potential of this Notre Dame team in your opinion? Well, Marcus Freeman, he he says it's either this or this. And so that's either a plus or a minus. And you, er, we want to get pluses every time. So if you win your interval, the five-second interval, which is like the average time for a play, I mean, against some teams, it might be more. Sometimes it might be less. But winning the play, winning your play and doing your assignments, if everybody does their assignment and everybody gets a plus across the board, that's playing to your full, full potential. And then so when we say we want to reach our full potential, we want to do every single play through ins and outs of that single play and do making sure our assignments are 100%. Like there's nothing that we left on the table. We want to clean the plate. Like we want to clean it and not leave no scraps for anybody to take some. There's a there's another idea that um, like when I think about the great receivers going back, you know, like even like a guy who's obsessed with discipline and dominance like Michael Irvin, it's always this idea of, of domination, right? When you're out there, um, how how do you approach that word like dominate? You know, what does that mean? Because everyone has like a different idea. The D tackles, you know, everyone like how do you define that word? I'm gonna dominate at my position. I feel like domination when it comes to me on the field. I like that's dominating who's in front of me. Um, so I try to put it in my mind like it's disrespectful for you even to lace up your cleats and come out here and play against me. Like you be coming out here playing one on one or man on man or just playing in front of my face. I feel like that's disrespectful. Like you should have even laced up your cleats to come play against me because you obviously are brave enough to come out here. So I'm gonna show you what's up, and that's how yeah. I, that's how I try to look at just, it. Just leave the pads in the locker room. Never should have come out. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly how I how I picture it, and I feel like it helps. So when you have that mindset, it's gonna match everything else because it starts off with your mindset. Absolutely, especially in that position. So let's do a quick rapid fire. Only a couple questions to wrap up. We got a minute left. So uh, you ready? Let's just jump right in. Uh, best Halloween costume. It's a special day, Halloween. Best Halloween costume you ever did? Ooh, uh, Polly the Scream with the blood. Uh, like there's this pumping. You could do the blood like circling around the face. Polly that one. The same one. <laughs> What's on the pregame playlist, music-wise? Uh, Lil Bean, Rod Wave. Uh, Deesties, um, Briz, uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? That's off the top of my, oh, Lil Rome. Um, that's probably about it. Off the top what, of my head. What's the first sporting event you ever attended? Um, fo- football. Football. Do you uh, remember like football. what? It was the NFL or something? Uh. No, it was a high school game. It was a high school game. Okay. And they were so the, big when I was little. I was like, dang, like they're out there running hecka fast and they're so big, <laughs> tackling, stuff like that. So it made me want to go play high school too. And the last question is, what was your first impression of, of Notre Dame when you visited? Beautiful. 
that's that's the best way to describe it. Just beautiful and just took my breath away. I fell in love with Notre Dame right away. Well, you know, Rico, it's a pleasure talking to you. I'm so excited to hear how you geek out about technique. Love that. So I can't wait to watch you and cheer you on this weekend, man. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Thanks, Rico. I'm telling you, it is so much fun for me to talk technique with a, with a young receiver. It's just, I can't tell you how rare that is for someone to be watching Jerry Rice. I mean, <laughs> like, it's amazing. I love that. I love that. Uh, so this week is big time. Clemson, Death Valley. I know Clemson, you're looking at their record thinking, is this team done? Like, what's happening in the modern era? What's going on with that team? Look, it's Clemson. Playing at Death Valley is ridiculous. This is one of those games you look at the, you look at the, the record, you kind of have to throw it out. Because when I played there back in 2015, I mean, it was, like a, it was like a tropical storm or something. It was unbelievable. It was raining sideways. But the environment itself, I will never forget that bus ride passing through uh, like the, the campus to go to the stadium. It was one of the most electrifying bus rides into a stadium I've ever had up there with Florida State or Michigan at the Big House. It is absolutely electrifying, and it could uh, definitely change the, the chemistry a little bit of that equation of, hey, look, I know they're a middling team right now, but at the end of the day, this is Clemson, and <laughs> you don't want to sleep on them on the road. It, you, that's just a bad idea. It's very important to mention Mitchell Evans is out for the rest of the season. Now, this is 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 tremendously important to see how this offense responds, given this scenario, this matchup I just painted for you, and finishing out the rest of the season. Who will they turn to? Perhaps Rico, the man we just interviewed? We shall see. Either way, I can't wait. After this, um, when we come back next week, we'll recap this game, and then we'll look at another bye week. Pretty amazing. Before we finish out the rest of the season, I'm looking forward to seeing you very soon. Be sure to download and subscribe to the Notre Dame on NBC podcast on the NBC Sports YouTube channel and wherever you get your audio podcasts. Go Irish. I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselcumab, taken by injection, provided 90% clearer skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clearer skin at 16 weeks were still clearer at 5 years. At 1 year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Trimphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Trimphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.